Okay, so I'm recording now. Yay. That took an hour. Bruh. Did you hang up? <laughs> Why are you talking to yourself? <laughs> Okay. You start a podcast by yourself. I'm like, who is she talking to? This guy. Recording? Did it, did it, did it work? Yes, we, I'm recording. Yay. And this is, I don't have enough words with me. <laughs> Why you said it like it was a. The chef at. A statement. An odd. Oh, odd boy. I'm just going to call you odd. You could call yourself odd boy. Uh. Odd boy that does not address himself in the third person. You just, I hate you. What up, what up, what up? This your boy, Odd boy. You know what I'm saying? We on the, we on the mic. You know what I'm saying? We trying to learn some words. We don't know enough of them. <laughs> we in here, right? This episode two. You know what I'm saying? It's probably like number one or whatever because one was like zero. You know what I'm saying? So we we out here. Look look for us. You know, so with, uh, it's you know Thursday. It's Thursday, y'all. How was your week? Because the week's pretty much over. The month is almost over. Next week's Thanksgiving. It's like uh, Corona's given. Corona's given. Don't say that. <laughs> no. No. no, I don't want to eat that. We're getting, Hello. we're get, we're getting corona patients. Like every day, we get more corona patients. We're at thirty-two patients. right now. You, you what? You're you know, a chef. You know, I work at a hospital. Oh yeah, you keep telling me that. Because it's true. <laughs> First of all, she works at a hospital. Everybody. Yeah. That's so, why. Yeah, that's why the chef gets patients. No, uh, I'm the chef. Yeah, I'm in the kitchen, but. I do know how many of the different types of patients we have because their diets depend on what condition they have. And we have 32 Corona patients now. I think last week we had eight. So we went from eight to 32 in like a week. It's getting pretty bad. I've been watching the news. It's not too, it's not looking too good. And I'm going to risk it all tomorrow and go to Lenox Mall for this Ivy Park because I made an appointment. Hey, so uh, <laughs> so what five star hospital you be working at? I'm not telling nobody where I work now. They they be serving. That's a they be serving You got waiters. In the, stupid, in the, but we got a good menu because I made the menu, and today we did braised short ribs. <laughs> and, I don't know if you want to comment on that. I need like pictures. I need a picture of it. I can't. Of the braid short rib? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll I... do a video on how to make it because it's my recipe and I taught the cooks how to do it and it tastes just like when I make it. I don't eat beef too often. I actually haven't had beef in like a year, but I guess I can do a short rib for the sake of a YouTube video on my um, poorly updated channel. So. My week is almost over. I've been counting down to the day. I actually look forward to next week because I'm only working two full days and then I'm doing a half day on Wednesday and I won't be returning until Tuesday because it's Thanksgiving and I don't have to be there for the holidays. It's actually required that I don't work on holidays, but the rest of the days are taking <laughs> off. <laughs> they don't like managers to work on the holidays. It saves on hours. Sure, I wish I could get one of those. One of what? What? One of what? Uh, next subject. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so I guess you didn't tell me how your week's been, so I guess it hasn't. And <laughs> it has been. <laughs> I mean, it's been better, I guess. You know, shitty year, but you know, I'm working on some uh, some personal stuff. Yeah, the only thing I could be worse.
worst about 2020 is like if you caught like a STD during quarantine and then you couldn't get it fixed. So you was itching for like weeks. Sure. Especially, especially if you wasn't having sex. What? <laughs> 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 Will somebody like rub something on your genitals while you sleep? Ugh. I mean, oh, well, like, maybe like a toilet seat. Can't, isn't it like pop, technically possible? I don't know. Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, today, so like, I mean, listen to me. I made like a list of topics for the like next six, seven episodes. And I left my list at work, but I did remember what I wanted to talk about today. So, and it's because I was on Twitter at work while I was working. I was on Twitter. And I saw that um, Will Smith and everybody from Fresh Prince are, mm-hmm. they're having a reunion and it's going to be on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And I, I think will, it's going to Did it really? I will be watching. I'll probably watch it tonight. Yeah, I want to watch this. I don't have. I'm too cold. I'm too cold, but I I can't like. I think there's like clips and stuff on YouTube. I don't want to watch none because I want to watch. I want to see the whole thing. Yeah. When they do that, well, you know he has a YouTube channel, so I'm sure he put like clips on behind the scenes. He seemed like a behind the scene kind of guy. And he squashed the beef with the original Aunt Viv. Like you know they've been beefing for so long. I can't Mm. believe they squashed it. Cause I thought for sure she was gonna like piss on his grave, but you know they getting old, and I guess you know water under a bridge, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you know he paid him something, paid her something. Oh yeah. Plus, Will Smith was really young when they was working together. How can you hold a grudge against somebody for how they were behaving when they were like? late teens early 20s like you you do stupid shit in your 20s yeah the thing is everybody loves dark skin and everybody, everybody, everybody like everybody i don't even acknowledge light skin on viv to be honest i just act like she's just an auntie that came to help take care of the kids i like her but I, it wasn't viv like, died. <laughs> I, I don't feel like she was as much of a character she didn't like have she just, took, she was just a placeholder. Like she literally had no personality. It was weird because I mean, me like I'm, you know, I'm slow, right? So <laughs> I never, I, I never even realized they changed moms until like uh, until I was an adult. Until Nikki came, I noticed when Nikki came, little Nikki. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't. I mean, well, that's <laughs> when, that's when because she was pregnant. Her last the last couple episodes, she, she was loved. pregnant, and then when. But the weird thing is, I I swear, even when I was younger, I swear up and down, there was like an episode where I'm Viv and all her sisters and Will Smith's mom was, you know, there. I swear that same actress was one of the sisters. (laughs) I might be tripping, but I feel like she was one of the sisters. Okay. No. It was funny, though. But her sister, her, uh, well, Will Smith's mom, she's like light skinned. She looks like her. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I just I don't like her. But they brought her back too because, you know, whatever. And so I was looking at it and I was thinking about um like sitcoms, black sitcoms. I feel like the nineties was like peak black sitcom era. And the old school, you know, the sitcom from the 90s had like the laugh track and the clapping and whatever, the live studio audience. And that kind of fell off. And nowadays, would you say, you know what a sitcom means? The word sitcom? Uh, situational comedy? Yeah. So- oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, I so pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm about to go get a cookie. Oh, my God. Not a cookie. So, you know, I consider a situational comedy. I'm so used to the 90s version of a situational comedy. A lot of the stuff that's sitcoms nowadays, they don't register on my brain as a sitcom. So I was looking up sitcoms from 
back in the day. It was a lot of black sitcoms, right? Some I never seen. And then I was like, well, what's a sitcom now? And I was looking up a list of current sitcoms. And of course, they got like House of Pain. That's clearly a sitcom. It's obvious. But then they First thing first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. For real. Do we have to say that every time we talk about um, Fresh Prince? Because he's been dead for a while. I'm just asking. You can't talk about the reunion without the missing people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I just want to know what the rules are for shout outs to dead people. Like, is it like forever or? Hey Amen. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Cause they're really dead. Like that's why you start hearing Tupac. Because everybody knows alive. But because that's like we talk about good times. Damn it! The whole freaking cast is dead. You said what? The culture. It's the culture. Okay. Especially, well, I mean, you know, anything with black culture and stuff like that, like we're the only ones that are like giving those shout outs, and, and we have to have no, well, we have to people, nobody uh, else is remembering, uh, remembering people out loud, you know what I'm saying? So give them their flowers while they are still here. Oh, yeah, that too. What a post mortem shout out, go do. I mean, I appreciate uh-huh. it. <laughs> I mean, just like like Malcolm X or whatever, like that. If black people weren't talking about Malcolm X, you know, wasn't nobody else going to talk about? Him? <laughs> you know, Wait, of course not. Uh, not America. Let's really, if black people don't talk about Mal- like Malcolm X is totally different. Like he pissed white people off. Of course, we're the only people that's going to talk about him. We'll talk about him in a positive light. Yeah, like MLK. You know, they. There was so much that they had to do something for him or whatever, give him his own day with the shit like that. But like people, <clears> kind of the underground man. and the black and the Black Panthers, you know what I'm saying? If you let other people talk about the Black Panthers, then it's gonna go just like the rest it's of the history. It's always like violent. The yeah, when they talk so. about black they make them sound like terrorists. We need people to talk tell the truth. Truth. What a F? Truth. Anyway, how we get on this? <laughs> uh, so, about um, them sick. So okay, so situational comedies of the 2020s, right? Because we're mil- we're millennials, and we're the, we're the in between generation. Which we was talking about this earlier when we was talking on the phone earlier, right? When I was at work, cracking up in my office, people looking at me like I'm crazy, and I'm like, we're the in betweeners of such a stark contrast in generations. I feel like other generations kind of moved together a little fluid, a little more fluidly and went from counterculture to like 80s and disco was in between. You know what I mean? But we're in between. I think I know why. That makes sense. Like the reason why like the 90s had all of the, the best cartoons, the best sitcoms the best shows and shit because the internet wasn't around yet you know what i'm saying and then like the first first 10 years people was getting used to it and like transitioning and like now there's a whole youtube generation all these digital shows and games and shit like that like it's kind of it basically threw a wrench in in like writing you know and and viewing uh entertainment i feel like 90s was like the, the 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 peak you know what i'm saying Right before everything went HD. I think it's digital. a little, but I think it's a little bit of both because okay, so the internet is more. There's more people making content now, so there's more stories being told because before it was controlled by a small group of people. So getting a black TV show will only yeah. come on certain channels because those were the black like networks. Everybody else was like, we don't have time for y'all. But now because of the internet. Everybody can kind of create content that caters to everybody's story. Because just like they have black stories, and we need those, there's so many other people that don't have any stories. But now they do. But at the same time, it's oversaturated because everybody's making content at the same time. So then it gets to the point where nobody's really watching TV anymore. So to really get a show to take off... Is much harder because there's so much content everywhere. It's hard to get millions of views. 
yeah. for an actual like scripted show that's like 30 minutes as opposed to like a 10, 10 minute sketch or a five minute sketch. The attention span is shorter because there's so much more content I feel like available. Which is probably why there isn't as much on TV sitcom wise. But I feel like there are other types of sitcoms now because of the internet. Does that make sense? Like Insecure, she started off on YouTube. I used to watch her YouTube channel years ago and it was called it was like confessions of an awkward black girl or something like that and it's basically insecure but it was like super low budget and you know it was really good it was really well written and it was a cool little show and i used to watch it all the time on youtube it was like watching a tv show and then she got picked up for hbo and it's a dope show but in my mind that's not a sitcom because i'm so used to the 90s sitcom but i'm sure for like the younger what the generation Z errs? That's a sitcom to them. I don't think so. I thought it's not like a what they describe it as like a well maybe it is. It's a situational comedy. The style of it varies. Like I know like the game was a sitcom. The game was a situational dramedy. It was a sitcom initially until it got picked up by BET, and they tried to make it like a drama, and it, it started getting real serious. Yeah, I never watched it. I did when it was on like the WB and UPN and the WB. Once everything got shopped around to other networks, when they dissolved the UPN and WB and gentrified the hell out of it and called it the CW. After that happened. I feel like a lot of the writing changed for the shows that were left and it just wasn't the same. And so the game and all the rest of those shows, they kind of just fell off. It wasn't the same experience once they went to a new network. Speaking of which, shout out to Netflix for like the last year been buying up all these damn black uh, shows. I'm waiting on Martin. Like, sister. Can we uh, get Martin? Uh, oh no, my gosh. You know, uh, you know, I never watched Moesha. I never got into that show. I've been watching Girlfriends. I never Actually. watched it when it was like on TV. Like my cousins used to love Moesha. And they would always call Brandy Moesha. They never Moesha. called her Brandy. And I always called her Brandy. And I'm like, who the hell is Moesha? Why y'all call her that? I never watched that show. <laughs> It was not my style of show. And when they would watch it, I would watch it. And I was like, this is this this girl's annoying. Like, she's the star of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody say too. It's I never funny. got into everybody, it. Everybody that uh watches it now, like on Netflix, they're like, Why do we like Malaysia? Isn't it interesting to go back and watch stuff through like an adult perspective? I was thinking about going back and watching some other stuff, not TV shows, maybe like some movies that oh, I just sh- thought was the best thing. Maybe that'll be one of our other shows. Like child porn? Sir, are you trying not, to go to jail? It's not. I, not the fifth. I don't know you. What? what no. Was no. No. See, the question is, why is it legal when you are a child? Oh, my God. I don't know that. I'm just What the fuck are you talking about? Just saying. Never mind. <laughs> People are gonna hear this. What, what are we talking about? You're gonna get judged. Um, so yeah, and I'll help that. you. So, some like of you know what? I ain't gonna lie though. I feel like once some of the once some of the black sitcoms started to become like hits, I feel like. They just started coming out the woodwork. And it was like, what is this? Like, what is this? Like, some of them were pretty lame. Like, freaking homeboys in space or whatever. You never <laughs> you never heard of homeboys in space? No. Don't. No. I did not. Like, some of, some, of, some of the shows... I think they were just trying to grab the black dollar so that they can use 
black programming as a stepping stone to create like the next. Well, I was watching. Uh, I was watching a bunch of stuff on, on Comedy Hype uh, last night, uh, and they reminded me as far as like a lot of that shit began with with Cosby. You know. You know the um, thing about the Cosby Show. I feel like, and he's a piece of shit, but. I really love the Cosby show because nothing about the show really had anything to do with them being black. It was just a family show like any other family show. They just happened to be black. And that's exactly what I'll be looking for in some of the movies that we make. All the movies, being black, I know being black is a part of the culture, but sometimes situations are just life and human situations. And the stories yeah. can be told by black people, but those stories never get told by us. They're always told by white people. And I'm like, why can't we have a similar movie? More and more diversity. That's why it's important. Right. Did you see uh, Jingle Jangle? What that the, shit was dope. What the hell is that? That's a Christmas movie with um, Forrest Whitaker. Jing- Let me look it up. Jingle Jangle? It was really good. Like I, when I saw, I first saw the trailer like a month ago, I was like, "Yo, this is exactly what the fuck we need." It's like oh, a science fiction, type of, not science fiction. It's like a, you know, like a Christmas Carol, like a whimsical. You know, they do a black Christmas movie every year. Well, well, yeah, which is important, <laughs> but not one like this. Like I think you I know, saw, the, I saw this Christmas because it has the theme of um, you know, like the Christmas Carol with magic shit happening. Oh. I've seen the trailers yeah. for this. It's like a, a fanciful type movie. Yeah, exactly. Fantasy movie. Um, I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be... I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be like a Christmas Carol or... Maybe I'll watch the this. Point is, but the point is, it looks good. <laughs> Beautiful. Like, aesthetically, it's like Afrofuturism and shit like that. But it's it's it holds itself as just a story. It's not necessarily a black story. Um, it was good. You it's know cool. what? You know what? You know who? You know what's done very, very well while still retaining the fact that it is a black story and about black people. Uh, Lovecraft. Yes. Lovecraft was. I haven't caught up, so, so don't say. But I'm on episode. I'm on episode four. So oh my god! I can't Where you at? You finished it? I'm done. I was on time every Sunday. Okay. Don't. Okay. Don't say nothing. But I will say, like, I was, and I was talking to my mom about this too. Like, I will say, Lovecraft is like, is like good. It's, it, it feels more grounded. It feels like really grounded. But it's then it's so like, it hits you hard. Well it written, hits you hard with black shit every episode. Like, every time you look at shit, when it comes to like the, the Green Book, when it comes to, you know, what? You know how other people treat people. I won't you know, lie. I was extremely, extremely skeptical on how they were going to tie in sci-fi futuristic content with this type of yeah with this time period from a black perspective and incorporating racism and and, uh segregation and jim Crow, and it's like seamless though it feels so realistic you know i don't even know i don't even know these are some damn good writers, yo. They yeah. really tie that shit together. Cause in my mind, I was like, "This is two different. This is two completely different genres. How do you even blend this together?" And it comes from a book, like it's based on a book. But it's really hard sometimes to translate books to screen. So I really um, didn't see it I, when I saw the trailer and I saw the premise. I was like, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I was, I was like, this ain't this ain't it, Chief. But I was like, let me give it a chance. That first episode, we, we Jahai got hooked it. immediately. Yeah, we got to talk about it when I finish it. I hate you. Spoiler. Uh, spoiler. Sure, I won't talk about anything, whatever. God, did you, get, did you watch get it together. Get it together. Did you watch Watchmen? I've been trying to stay away from watching shit because I, I could get addicted. Well. I'm trying to go home. Did you watch Watchmen? You get addicted if you wait. And then it's bingeable, but I was watching each week, so... I yes or no? Yes or no? Did you watch Watchmen? Don't, don't get hostile. Hostile. <laughs> no, I haven't watched that yet. See, look. Look at you. Who's sleeping now? Well, that just that, didn't... 
That we can talk about, but that's another one. But that has, it, I don't think that has one black person in it, and I just was like, <laughs> it does not have more than one black person. Well, I thought it was one of those shows where they just throw in like, nah, like that good. freaking show that had Taraji P Henson before she left and did um that stupid ass show, um, <laughs> pop, not Power. Empire. Before she left and did Empire, she was on this other show called Persons of Interest. And it was she was the only black person, but she was like the draw, the black draw, like to get our attention. Yeah. It was Taraji in it. And it was like then, Scandal. You said what? Like Scandal. Kind of. Scandal is a mix of people, though. It's a little. Yeah, I did. Well, I, I fell I off of Scandal, to be honest. It was getting it was getting out of pocket. I said, all, all, all right. All right. How to get away with murder? Is that a black show? Yeah, I never actually got into it. I started watching the first season. I never really finished. It's really hard for me to stick to a series to the to the series finale. You gotta really grasp my attention because I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm always busy trying to do stuff, other stuff. And you over here shaming me for? Love I'm always that. trying to do stuff to not have to work for people anymore. I gotta like to. <laughs> I started watching Euphoria, so right now I'm working on that. When I wow. finish Euphoria, I may watch The Watchmen or something else that I need to catch up on. I'm also behind on Blackish. Yeah, watch The Watchmen. Not Blackish. I'm sorry. I don't watch Blackish. Grownish. I actually don't watch Blackish at all. <laughs> I I surprised it lasted so long and it actually started respecting some of the clips I saw online. It made me want to watch it, but I never like sat down to actually watch it. Yeah, I've but heard I do, I do things that made me want to see it too. Show. Yeah. yeah. But I love Grownish because it just reminded me of my time well, in college. <laughs> Grownish. Oh yeah, that one. That I I'm not so far the, away from What's the new one? That uh, time. Mixish? Mix it don't flow off the tongue as nicely as the other two. What's that one? It's about uh Rainbow's childhood. Who? Who's Ra- Rainbow? Uh Tracy Ellis Ross. Where um what's the, the old one? Adultish or oldish? Oldish? It's oldish. not out yet, yeah. isn't it? No, nah, I didn't think so. That's what I thought you was talking about. Who but, yeah. came up with this show? Because they are making a killing with these spinoffs. Because I mean that was that I mean I, that's why I respect Blackish because that was like after what was it my wife and kids or whatever like I feel like Blackish was like the only like family looking like sitcom that was still on. Blackish was like up again. Blackish came on at the same time as Empire, and right. I think it came on um, before or after. It came on after I think uh, Modern Family. So it had to be damn good for people not to watch that stupid ass empire and to not change the channel after Modern Family went off. Because let's be real, a lot of people change the channel once they watch what they want to watch. Yeah. And it's been on all this time. I think the, the my favorite, the only time I watch Blackish is when um the dude that's there that's the Godfather is on there. Cause he cracks me up. That comedian. Um you know what I'm talking about? He works with He's a professor on Grownish too. He's on both shows. But when Lawrence Fishburg's on there or um, Jennifer Lewis, because they are so funny. Like I, I like their characters more than anything. I know everybody liked Diana, the little, the little twin, the little girl. Yeah. So I, I, I do appreciate it for being a good show. I just, I just can't. I guess I can't get into it these days. Um, maybe it's just not talking to me yet. So I'll, I'll see if I like Grownish, which I figured I would. Cause I, um, I think I'll know. give Blackish another. Chance. But it was important. It's important as far as like to have a show like that. As far as like the, the you know, the, the I shock, appreciate shock it. everybody of, else appreciates it. The shock value of you know, I guess, telling certain things to to, to white America and stuff like that. There always needs to be shows like that, but. You know, I'm I'm happy that 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 was kind of. Oh, you know. know what? I did watch the one episode about uh, the police shootings. And uh, stuff. Oh yeah, I saw that. Well, I didn't 
That I only was, saw a bunch of clips. That was a I love all the clips I saw. Episode where they had to basically kind of explain to their kids what's going on. <laughs> so my favorite was like the I like I appreciate I, I think everybody appreciated the Juneteenth clip, the the animation oh, yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah. And then uh, I, see that clip. I, I always remember the uh, the clip where what's your name Anthony Anderson saw this. <laughs> This white little girl in the elevator and just le- just left him. I appreciate because I'm like, yo, exactly uh, the same way. I, I I feel you. You can't say nothing. You you try. You, can't help you, you girl. Can't help you. I mean, and it sucks, but like it's cool seeing you know that being talked about. Um, I am so behind on grownish, but I will catch up. I think I am at the end of season two, and then I need to watch season three. And I guess it's on hiatus because who's fin- how are they even making shows right now? <laughs> it's fucking pandemic. You just went through. I say, how are they even filming shows right now? It's a pandemic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I do appreciate I do appreciate Blackish. I do like Grownish. Um, I feel like I feel like though I I really like Grownish because I feel like it is perfect for like the current young adult generation, right? The kids that's in college now. But it's not that far off from what was happening when we was in college. We didn't have Twitter. We had MySpace. But MySpace. MySpace. And we was texting with T9 and freaking uh I was about to say Boost Mobile. What was that? The sidekick? Remember everybody had the sidekick and they thought it was a shit? And typing in eight thousand eight in a calculator. Those are the days. <laughs> no, those are eight thousand shit. Uh it was like two 28,008, that's what it is. What the hell is that? Turn that bitch upside down. So you need a life. You stupid. I forgot all about that. <laughs> you turn it upside down. <laughs> and it spelled like boobs or whatever. So I was like, I kind of, I, I was like, I kind of wish that kids. I say kids, but I just mean like younger people really got on the wave of watching some of the older stuff. But then when you go back and watch some of the stuff from the 90s, some of that shit was problematic as fuck. And it should stay in the 90s. And there's no need to reboot anything. The only thing I want them to reboot is a different world. But if they did, it would be probably similar to Grownish. Probably. What's name it? Um... Yeah, I was watching Old Buddy's uh, interview. Oh, wait, no. Because Different World was at an HBCU. So it would be like Grownish, but at an HBCU. Because oh, they're at like a predominantly white institution. They're the PWI and Grownish. Because they're oh. bougie kids, you know? Except the twins, they're at on athletic scholarships. But all the other kids are like from wealthy families. Yeah. So. A, They've been trying to do a, a reboot, but. Of what? A Different World? Yeah. Yeah, whoever owns it isn't uh, isn't into it. Bill Cosby doesn't own it. Uh, it's a good question. Cause if he owns it, it's not happening. He didn't. He didn't mention. He didn't mention. Uh, I forget the, the, the dude's name, but the main main character. He didn't mention Cosby owning it, but or being the one that was holding it up. You talking about the guy Dwayne? Yeah, Dwayne. I don't know his real name. I forget. But I believe he's one of the guys that was in Homeboys in Outer Space. <laughs> you laugh, but that's a real show. So, and it's stupid. It sounds. It's. It looks exactly how it sounds. My favorite. What's your favorite black sitcom though? That's easy. First Prince. No, actually, it's Flex Alexander, and it's the the light skinned guy from a different world. What? Not the best friend. 
the guy, Dwayne's best friend. Yeah. He's from Homeboys Outer Space. Is it Fresh Prince, really? Of course. So, Fresh Prince was not my favorite. It was like in the top five, but it wasn't my favorite. And everybody liked Fresh Prince. And I feel like I never was on that wave as hard as everybody else. Just like Moesha. I, my favorite show was Living Single. And then my next favorite was Martin. And then I like the Fresh Prince. Well, I think, uh, again, I think in a way that's amazing, but like, I don't know, I always live vicariously through Christmas character and then like, you know, being or being a music or a rapper first. Because I was kind of always into that. But the, uh, like his growth in the show was really, I think the only thing, it was really unique. Compared to other shows, I you know, everybody related to because he, he was like a he, kid. He, got, he was in school and yeah. then he went to college and then he, you know, was he doing got the married. Recovery. So I think um, everybody felt that way. I was probably just the odd duck that was like, I like the Fresh Prince. It's good. It's cute. I don't hate on it. But Living Single was my jam. Like that was my shit. Like I love that show. I've rewatched it so many times. I, my favorite character is Maxine Shaw, attorney at law, the Maverick, my favorite. I love, I love living single. I was like, I'm going to grow up. I'm going to go to New York, go to college. I'm going to have all these friends, like living single, living a brownstone. Didn't happen. New York's expensive. They don't have dishwashers. I don't know nothing about that. The apartments don't come with washers and dryers. And friends kind of suck. So I know, and then it never occurred to me that girls get pregnant in college. Yeah. So my friend pool kind of. Well, some of you say that because that was one of the things in the, in the interview. Dude was saying, uh, uh, he was saying why that's why Denise didn't come back to season two of Different World because uh, Lisa Bonet was pregnant. Yeah, everybody and knows that. Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby was pissed off. But uh, what's your name? Uh, the lady who, the lady who became the director, she wanted to Baby like put Allen. that plot line. Yeah, she wanted to put that plot line in because a lot of women didn't see themselves pregnant and in college at the same time. He did not want to do it. Yeah, she did want to put that in, and he did not want to do it. And I thought it would have been a good. That would have been a good plot. But he has this very old school idea idealic way of looking at how a positive portrayal yeah. of black people should look. And there's nothing wrong with telling Definitely everybody's story. There's nothing wrong with that. You're an adult. Even if you're in college, you're just very, very young. There's nothing wrong with that. And then so Lisa Bonet went back to the Cosby show and, it and then she was like married and had like a stepdaughter or some crap like that. But I think they should have put it in the show. Oh yeah, wasn't that Raven? Uh -huh. No, Raven. No. It was Raven, and yeah. and then Raven basically became the new cute girl because Rudy was a teenager, <laughs> so they had to replace her with another cute kid. That's how it goes. But go. I'm saying, like, I think I think Debbie Allen, you know, Debbie Allen and Felicia Rashard are sisters. Actual sisters, or like, yeah, in real life. And uh, I think it would have been a good, um, that would have been a good plot. So they took her from the show because she was supposed to be the one that get with Dwayne because she's supposed to be the star of the show. And Bill Cosby was pissed that she was going down with Lenny Kravitz. He hated it because he was a rock star or whatever. And Lisa Bonet was like, I'm a grown ass woman. I do what I want. Like Lil Uzi Burt. First of all, why do you know all that? <laughs> Second of all, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I, mean I, 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 I feel like I, I did guess. research on this before for something. Okay. Um, I'm just like, I, I just remember playing video, uh, video games growing up. <laughs> I just be, um, I, I, was, I, I read into, a lot, but yeah. I like deep, I get, I fall into the wormholes of information. So I like that. Makes sense. I do. I know a bunch of useless shit. And nothing that's going to help me pass my biology class. 
slipped on banana pills. What? Whoop. There's some information on the ground. Slip. You stupid. <laughs> so that's what happened. And then she got fired for doing this movie with um oh God. What was his name? Um dang it. I think it was Mickey Rourke she did a movie with. And it had a very explicit sex scene and the movie was garbage. It was not very good. And Bill Cosby was like, oh, you want to have sex in movies? You fire, bitch. <laughs> he also, <laughs> he also was upset I, that I, Felicia Richard I, got pregnant. And he wanted her to hire her baby bump. He didn't even want her to work on the set because he was like, you can't be pregnant. You supposed to be having these grown ass kids, blah blah blah. He was really controlling of the women on set. He's a piece of yeah, shit. I, know that. I heard of that. <clears throat> it's interesting, like, you know, looking back and as an adult thinking about or or revisiting the stuff that affected you as a child from an adult perspective, you know. To see how certain things, especially as business owners, you know. When you go back and look at some of the sitcoms, you see a lot of uh, normalized uh, toxicity in, yeah. in uh, that's just in society, you know? Like gay jokes, homophobic humor, transphobic yeah. humor, misogynistic jokes. And it's funny even now because of the time period like in the context but if you were to redo those shows now that shit would not be funny because it's like you know better now yeah so i don't think any of those shows can probably be rebooted except for a different world because hbcu still exists even though i don't think they're I want to say I don't feel like they're as necessary, but maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe they are because it's good to network. Because even if he was at a predominantly white institution, I feel like black people still could just only be around other black people. You know what I mean? It's like when you go to the break room at work, all the black people sit together. <laughs> they do. So you know, it is what it is. So I guess we could still have them out. What's the difference? I kind of wish I went to HBCU. Homecoming yeah. looked like so much fun. I miss that. I still want to go. It ain't, it ain't too late. It's not too late. If I decide, first of all, if I can, I'm gonna be, if I'm I can gonna be get old. my master's. Like, let's try to, to get like my Nick master's. Cannon. You said what? I said she's going to be old. I'm going to have, have to be like Nick Cannon and be rich and famous and then like take classes until I graduate. You know what I'm saying? But You stupid. Uh, if I decide to get a doctorate, uh, I probably will go to Howard. That would be fun. But right now, I'm struggling just trying to get this freaking master's. That's what's up. Struggling. Um, I took last semester off. I'm probably taking next semester off. I don't even know. I don't even know when I'm going back to school. I'm having a hard time balancing my work life with school life. So I was like, I'm going to focus on trying to do something that's going to uh, free me from having to work for anybody. And then maybe yeah. I can focus on school when I don't have to clock in anymore. So I'll go back to school later. School ain't going nowhere. But I am getting older. No. no. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I uh, I think it sucked that they got rid of all the other shows. So, but you know, UPN, UPN, UPN and the WB <laughs> was like the hub for Black TV. I never really considered BET a place to watch Black sitcoms. No, that's where you watch. Cedar's uh, World and Hits from the Streets. You know, BT used to have some really good content. Let's, that's, where you, that's where you watch Ass in the Middle of the Night. 
That's the only reason why I turned you off. Because it ain't her face. Now she a tip drip. Hey. Talking hey. about un- uncut. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> you already know. Literally the only thing. Oh my god! I turned BNT on because I wasn't in, into the game. I wasn't into sports. I wasn't into music. You know, so. just ass. Well, I mean, you say it like that. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like me? And this is before the internet, y'all people listening. So, you know. I remember when I was learning how to use the internet. And I saw somebody go to a website that was for video games at school. I think I was in middle school or junior high. And I went home. We had dialed up AOL. And I was like, Mom, there's this website that you play video games. And I typed it in wrong. And the person that popped up was a white girl sucking a dick. (laughs) (laughs) What (laughs) else? What the hell kind of games you playing? <laughs> yeah, it was a big ass picture of this girl with a big ass white dick in her mouth. <laughs> How'd you react? I was like, oh. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I exited it out so quick. I was like, no, that's not what it was. It was supposed <laughs> to be it. <laughs> Yeah, it's grounded, yo. <laughs> oh, you think you play you play playing games, huh? You think you sleep? <laughs> I got my eyes up, yo. No, I didn't. She was just like, "What the hell?" <laughs> but uh, that was back when they had dial up, and what it was, it was a website that was called like uh, CandySomething.com. and it had a whole bunch of games like you could play pool. You can play Connect Four, all kind of shit. And this was back when they had those flash games. So it's just a website yeah. for those raggedy flash games, like Neopets. And I think I put Candy Stick, or I might have put Candy Dick, and I don't know. I typed it wrong. It was Candy something that looks that could be innuendo, and that shit popped up. I don't believe you. Let me go. Uh, I'll never forget that. Let me go check the internet. For we only have bit. one computer in the living room. See what pops up. Sure. Those old websites. Oh, you could you could do the Wayback Machine, and I bet it'll pop up. It'll show what it used to look like. Oh, the website that I was trying to find, it'll have probably have that up. So, what's the moral of the story? We need sitcoms so we can laugh at our own pain and stories. You know why I think all those sitcoms fell off? I think that um, networks don't think black people are worth like the investment. They're like, thank you for all this money. We're going to use the money that your loyalty to Everybody Hates Chris brought. And we're going to... Uh, Put it towards the Gossip Girl, and uh, mm-hmm. get all the teenage white dollars, and uh, I'll get but you black all the time. Here. I haven't yeah. seen a new like white story in forever. Like yeah. they said, it all their shows are the same shit. A new a white. But, hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I agree because that's basically what it is. And I think, it, I think the some of the best shows. Are on like premium networks like HBO and stuff. I haven't seen um. Although Breaking Bad was pretty good, I need to finish it though. So I'm gonna, I haven't watched it in so long. I'm gonna restart from the beginning. But uh, Breaking Bad was pretty good. I have to give them that. <laughs> White people be making that mess. <laughs> and <laughs> I um. I love Mad Men. I like the time period, even though it was an extremely racist time period. What I don't like is, it's just like white people are just incapable of being honest about that time period. 
Like they were very hateful people, and those people are still alive because the fifties. What time period was that? It was it was the fifties and sixties. That's not that long ago. Like those people are still alive. Not people. You know, people be like, "That was racism. Don't exist. That was years ago." I'm like, "Nigga, that's your grandma." Like that was just a few years ago. The fifties wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Fifty years ago, if you know somebody that's more than fifty years old, then that was fifty years ago. Them, them alive, fifty years ago. I don't get it. How do people not get it? They're still here. They're people get it. They just don't want to. They just don't want to heal. They don't want to take the responsibility. You know, they just want to keep saying. They keep saying it. They want to keep work. saying it was forever ago until it actually is forever ago. But uh, yeah. I agree, though. Like some of the, a lot of, it was a lot of shows and stuff like that, I, I needed to be kind of you know realistic and unique at the same time. Yeah, it but it was a good show, and because the the show centered on the advertising agency of that time period, that's what the, that's what the Mad Men was. I understand why black people were not present because they were not in that 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 same space. So. It does reflect the bubble that they live in, realistically. And they were still miserable. That's the crazy part. You have everything. It's just hard to identify with. It was just entertaining to watch, really. But it wasn't really... I don't identify with it at all. This is the thing, though. What I never understand with uh, audiences, right? Black Stories with black people always are perce- perceived as black stories, even if they're not. They can just be a story with black people, but because they're black people, it must be a black story for black audiences. And black people watch shows that's all white people all the time. But it seems like white people are not capable of doing the same, and I don't understand. What's wrong with them? <laughs> How can you not be entertained by a show just because they're not white when the reverse happens all the time? What's wrong with you? How are we supposed to? How are we supposed to go see Black Panther and and our kids? What are we supposed to say when our kids want to dress up as Black Panther as T'Challa for Halloween? Well, Bitch, Black Panther wears. People dressed up as Captain America for ages. What you talking about? First of all, they can dress up as Black Panther. He's wearing a mask. It's not like you. They got to exactly. be a black face. Put the mask on. We're just people. People are. They just freak out when they when they're introduced to new uh, new environments and conversations instead of actually like sitting down and trying to understand the best the proper way to do things. I don't understand it's the confusion. Like, oh, I don't know what's going on. So I don't want to be racist, but you can't call me racist because I'm a good person. I just don't want to take the time to actually understand you. But I'm not racist. <laughs> All right. I don't think being ignorant automatically equates to racism, but the lack of trying to understand has racist undertones to it. Because it means you really don't give a fuck. Because you're not trying. Like, it's not, we're not asking for that much. It's literally not hard these days. Maybe yeah. if you was in the 50s, you know what I'm saying? You didn't you didn't hear about Emmett Till or you didn't... Uh, but you think know, about it. Like, literally putting forth effort and not putting forth effort literally has zero effect on you. You're going to do the, the latter because it's easier to just ignore it and act like it don't exist. I mean, I could try to understand, That's but right. I'm still I'm still going to be able to get away with everything and do what I want and live how I want, and everything's going to be catered to me in media and targeted towards me in media. So why do I have to try? I don't. That's why in the past past decades, black people have been needing to kick down doors and shit. I just feel like <laughs> we should make our own happen. shit. We should make our own shit. What you know what I wonder though? Why why in recent times have we not been able to like create another Tulsa? I don't think they're gonna blow it up again. Back then it was different. Uh, well, I mean we're trying. 
I think as of right now, I think we're still on the, first of all, I just want to give a shout out to my comic book, Black Wall Street, the comic.com. Talks all about this, you know what I'm saying? Actually creating a Black Wall Street. I just had to do that little plug because you know this this is what we we try and we trying out here. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Check it out. Are you done? It's a web comic, Black Wall Street, the comic dot com. Okay. <clears throat> but you know what I'm saying? I believe that our generation is coming off of the cups of cusp of previous generation, which Kind of instilled in, you know, like a doggy dog mentality where everybody's in survival mode and even the ones that made it rich and stuff like that, they don't necessarily know who to trust. And we still have all these crabs in a barrel mentality and stuff like that. But fortunately, I think with the age of the internet, we're starting to move past all of that. A and those bit. that I feel like black people are supporting each other bit. a little, little bit more than they used to with the internet now. Yeah, those, those that are really on the top, a lot those, that are, those that are at the top are starting to talk about it more, or give back yeah. more, because it's not necessarily identify. It's not necessarily tied to their income as much as it used to be. You True. know, people so, are more uh, attracted to people that's genuine than like that fake celebrity bullshit. That makes more yeah. sense. I think that's why influencers are popping a little bit more because it's more relatable that a realist, a real person came up and they have thoughts and they feel things and they express it like regular people as opposed to celebrities that got like a PR machine behind them and they're giving robotic answers to everything and trying to stay neutral enough to make money. It's a little bit different. I was going to say something when you were doing your shameless plug, and I think I forgot. What were we talking about right after that shameless plug of yours? Oh, what I was going to say is um, I feel like the black community have a, a ways to go when it comes to supporting each other. You know, other groups of people, they really they really got each other back. Like they be starting businesses, they they grind and work together. We do support more now with social media, a lot more, but it's a little we, bit we different. Try. It's we a little try. bit different. Because we gotta make it sexy. You know, we gotta make it sexy. Is still out here talking about niggas in an Illuminati. And I still think that's the dumbest shit ever. Nobody says that about white people. Nobody said Lady Gaga and Illuminati, or Katy Perry, or Miley well, Cyrus. I hate let's her. Be honest, they say they they still say they they sell themselves or sell their souls to the devil and shit, like Eminem and, and uh, music artists. Only but musicians. Not really like a, it don't a thing. be it don't be art. It don't be no other media medium of art. Only musicians. That's how you know the shit's stupid. It's only musicians. Yeah. Only black musicians. No uh, actors or actresses or racist ass fashion houses like Gucci because they want to, they, they can't be an Illuminati because they got, they like rocking that shit. Mm. But Beyonce put out some shit and y'all don't want to buy it, even though it's supporting black people. But you're going to buy some racist ass Gucci and Prada. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even know if people even believe or think about it. I don't even know if it has a definition. It's just something to say. <laughs> I mean, some people truly believe that shit. Like, maybe they believe that shit. Some people really believe, like, anything they see on the internet. Niggas is dumb. (laughs) Okay, so we got, like, a minute left. So that means we're almost done. And we've digressed, like, 30 times. So... The moral of the story is we got to go watch the reunion episode of The Fresh Prince because the real Aunt Viv is back. And that's all that really matters. I don't know about back. Because that other lady is just. Why she got to be the other lady? (laughs) (laughs) She's like white bread. We want some whole wheat in this motherfucker. We just don't. We we don't know enough words, right? Oh, let me do the word of the day. And that's, that's what I've been waiting on, like. You Learn said you didn't say nothing. You said nothing. Don't Learn don't act like you brought it up and you like, oh, I've been waiting on this word all day. 
<laughs> you, can, you can't see my excitement. I've been pitching. I'm over here trying to. I don't know how to. I don't know how to say this shit. Hold on. Come on, the fellow, bless me. I don't know how to say it. Hold on. <laughs> this this quiz. <laughs> Disquisition. Disquisition. Disqui disquisition. It's like, like a a name for a, a hood rat, huh? Disquisition. Dis Bring your ass over here. Yo, you ever seen this this question over here? The what, nigga? You didn't say it right. Oh, disquisition. No, not that question. You miss a you missing a <laughs> syllable somewhere. <laughs> You're like disquisition. <laughs> Particular subject like this podcast. <laughs> How, uh, I don't know enough words. I can't think of a word. I, I was gonna say how ironic, but I think that's incorrect. Back that disposition up. <laughs> We're learning words to broaden our African American vernacular English. Exactly. So that, uh, so that we can code switch in our job interviews so that white people don't get scared. Exactly. Happy Black History Year. Fuck it. Not Speaking of which. Huh? Not, oh. Not 2020. Fun fact. Guess what I learned today? How to wipe properly. Wait. Wait, what? How to wipe? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's an ongoing struggle, to be honest. But yeah, y'all need to be having uh Dingleberries. Keep going. Where did you teach me? You teach me. Taught me. Disquisition? No, not that. <laughs> Tell me about Ebonics. Oh. Um, Tell me about, what is it, Ebony hooked on phonics? It's, <laughs> it's the words Ebony and phonics put together. That's how they came up with Ebonics. There you go. There you go. So you got a twofer today, y'all listening at home. Yes. And I got that from another podcast that I really, really enjoy that do deep dives and mm -hmm. I like deep dives of information and they basically dis this oh my god they debunk stuff that you thought you knew from the media because it was freaking misreported or a lot of information was left out and so they do deep research and then they tell the story and I love it because I'm always falling into google wormholes so now I get to listen to somebody else dig themselves out of a Google wormhole. And that's how I found out where the term Ebonics came from. And it was from uh, somebody in California. And uh, we'll talk about Ebonics on another episode because it's really interesting. And I feel like um, they really screwed us over. Like that could have been a really good program. And that misinformation via the media okay. fucked black people up. That was a program? It really did. Yeah. And we would have been out here thriving like they didn't want us to learn. Like, let's be real. But that's another story for another day. That's what the podcast is all about. Next week. We here teaching everybody their alphabets and their orangutans. Yeah, so we'll be back uh, next week. Oh, follow me on all the things at the <laughs> chef at right. T H E C H E F E T T E. It's a lot of E's in there. The Chefette. Because I'm a chef and I'm short. I love all the things. It was it was such a great explanation because I'm a chef and I'm short. I am. Like like a chipette, the little chipmunk, the girl chipmunk. But uh I'm not a chipmunk. Yep, y'all can catch me on the gram. I bought, I'm called, or I bought underscored, I'm underscored called. Oh, you got such a complicated name. It's so stupid. That's I... right. I put in work. You know what I'm saying? It's 2020. I say all ain't the no, things because my social media handle is the same on all the things. Like, 
Yeah, it's not on mine, but look for some links on wherever you're listening Good. to. Because <laughs> I'm not about to say everything else. So. <laughs> yeah, because I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, I do too much shit. YouTube. You got to get on my level. And I have a blog, but yeah, I'm gonna have to we're get not going to talk level. about that right now. We are doing things. You know what I'm saying? We're doing things out here. So <laughs> You sound like Drake. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> That fake Caribbean accent. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so bye. I'm just Say saying. Bye. Um, all right. I used to call me on the cell phone. Oh, peace. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs>